You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for Desperate Housewives. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Desperate Housewives news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, it's After Buzz TV for Desperate Housewives. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Desperate Housewives. We're going to be talking about Season 8, Episode 2, called Making the Connection. And I'm your host, Sarah Stratton. And also, we have here Heather Basra. And we are currently missing our other two co-hosts, who are Roxy Stryer and Derek Shore, who unfortunately couldn't be with us. Derek's very sick, and Roxy's in Boston, you know, busy people. But we are here to talk about today's episode, and we are really excited. Mm -hmm. And before we get into all the crazy connections and disconnections going on, (laughs) I did want to address, we got an email from a fan. Her name's Flo, and she's from Germany. And she tuned in last week, and she sent in her comments just about when she was talking. um, We brought up the note, which was Mm. the conclusion that sparked all this controversy. Mm-hmm. Basically, this season, Brie got the note saying, like, makes me sick, I know what you did, blah, blah, blah. And this note parallels a note that, as Flo corrected in her email, and as we saw more mm-hmm. of today, that this parallels with the note that Mary Alice received. I think one. last week we misspoke and we said that it was a note about Mary Alice. We were wrong. Bad memory. Sorry, guys. Sometimes we make mistakes. So thank you, Flo, for writing mm-hmm. to us. So we did. So to clarify, the note from the past was given to Mary Alice mm-hmm. regarding um, the murder of the biological mother of Zach, which eventually this note led to Mary Alice committing suicide. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of clarifying that. Also, um, last week we had a little bit of question on where heck Tom was staying we were really confused by this um we had no idea and Flo wrote that she believes that it is Bree's old office which is located on top of her like garage test kitchen so I think that might be correct we were still trying to figure it out that Mm -hmm. when he was running out remember and she had her little night dreams and she went across yeah, we couldn't figure out last week whose house it actually was. Oh. But, I mean, now he's not really living there anyway. He moved into a hotel. Yes. That the kids are quite enjoying. Yes. I'm sure we'll cover that. But I want to thank Flo for yes, emailing thank us. You, thank like, you. We really do appreciate that. You can call in. You can give us your opinions. Or you can always email. It's the best way to reach us. Um, so now we can kind of get into this week's episode. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to start actually with Renee and Ben. Very cute. New guy. You said he was really cute. We were trying to yeah, figure out like, what it was. Yeah. With those amazing blue eyes. Yeah. They really pierce through. Yes. He's just like, 
we're like, we like this. I like this new guy. <laughs> um, last week we couldn't figure out what his accent was, and this week they said Aussie. he's an Aussie. Mm-hmm. Do you think he sounds like an Aussie? A little bit. I feel like it's kind. of, I don't know. Yeah, something's I can see off it. about it to me. Well, it doesn't sound really authentic. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe there's a little mix in there. Yeah, like. You know, like, mm-hmm. if I try to do British, it's not going to sound completely British, you know. Very true. So that could be it. Yeah, so this week, of course, um, Renee is trying to lure, seduce him. And her mm-hmm. way of doing this is by trying to figure out what he likes. And, and he likes helping the elderly. Supposedly likes helping the elderly. So Renee decides to tackle this by bribing Mrs. Uh, bribing Karen, yeah, who's his next door neighbor, and she like brings her over like the fake pot of food that actually has a fifty dollar <laughs> bill in it. I thought that was hilarious. Uh, it was very clever. Like I thought, I thought she was gonna like lift it up and it was gonna be like takeout or something. Yeah, and I was like, money so much better. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was wonderful. Um, I think she was. A li- it was funny. Do you think that he knew that she was faking it? Yeah. Do you think that my question I was? I think that. Uh, sorry. No, keep I going. think that maybe he told Mike that, and then Mike told her that, and then they figured it out. And then I was trying to yeah. figure out if he like knew because he realized her reputation, or because she was talking so loudly, or if Karen actually told him. Ooh. I mean, they never really clarified like, yeah, it, but I could totally a, see Karen being like, "Hey, I got a secret for you. If you got some fifty bucks, and then her making like." Just tons mm-hmm. of money off all of these yeah. people. <laughs> that's that's very smart. But in the end, so he takes her to a soup kitchen in her fancy, fancy dress, and she finally storms out. And they have like this little heart to heart conversation mm-hmm. where basically Ray, Renee opened up, and she doesn't do this often. No, like she really doesn't very open up rare. at all. She's very like, especially strangers. Exactly. She so she opened up really quick mm-hmm. to tell him like. I was raised in like foster or through family, right? She said. Yeah. I like bounced around from people. We were going Growing to. Up so and, she was on the yeah. other side, mm-hmm. basically. So she was the one receiving the charity mm-hmm. and she never liked it. Yeah. So she really opens up. Do you think this was out of character of her too quick? Did you like that it was too quick? Or? Um, I think she needs to fall in love. I mean, all the other girls have, you know, all the other girls have their guy or whatever. And she's new to the block. It's. She's kind of like the new uh, Edie. Remember? Kind of. Like, she's there, but she's obviously, she hasn't made that, like, yeah, she's not the main. still the main girl. Yeah. But you think she needs a love interest? Yeah. I'm wondering, because he said one line that was really interesting to me in their conversation. He was like, um, he mentioned that he didn't really like charity. Did you catch that? He doesn't like charity. Well, because I think he was raised the same yes. way. That's why at the end of the scene, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the episode, we see them sitting down eating, you know, like fast food. Yeah. They were, and then they bonded over yeah. this mutual history and they yeah. actually end up having something, something in, in common. common. Without trying to force it. <laughs> but now I'm trying to figure out, like, is he really a nice guy or does he have this history? Like, there's something dark about him this episode. Um, I think he knows a lot more than he's letting on. I think he might have known her in the past or maybe knows about her past already. Like that whole thing with Mike, like he he knew that he was um, 
been to prison before. Yeah, and he knew the story of it, too. Yes. That was interesting mm, to me. He didn't just say, like, oh, you're a con. I looked your He, like, knew details. Mm -hmm. That was interesting. So, and there was, like, just, like, this glimmer in his eye, like, I'm going to hire you in a way. (laughs) I can still use you. Mm. And how is that going to play into him and Renee? I mean. I don't know. I think he's got something up his sleeve. What about, what do you think about Renee, though, going a little bit backwards? How she pretended to be interested in old people to get a guy. I do think typically her. But do you think that's just like a typical girl thing? Or is that just like really random? Because have you ever met girls who are like, oh, I really like baseball (gasps) because my boyfriend likes baseball. Yeah. I think it's hilarious. And they don't know anything about it. They're like, yeah. What's your favorite team? Oh, they're, you know, the ones from the place. Yeah. Yeah. Favorite. No, <laughs> I have you ever made up a life to, to get a guy? Have I? Probably. Gonna think about it. Yeah, I probably, <laughs> I probably have. <laughs> Jesse, have you ever made up anything to get anyone? Absolutely not. Because here's the thing: what is she gonna do? I, I mean, I believed all she wanted to do was sleep with him. Yeah. I mean, she was very forward. So now, if you're making up lies that you like old people, that's supposed to get him in the bed with you. Yeah. I so does she want more of a relationship? That's why I think lying to get somebody doesn't make sense because if you're going to date them, it's all going to come out and then yeah. mm-hmm. you've got yourself into a false relationship, which I don't think she cares because I think she's really just trying to screw him. But I kind of feel like he does like her. I feel like at the beginning, mm. it was very much just like sexual attention. Renee had mm-hmm. to get her way. But now, like, with the opening up, I feel like it's more of a relationship Mm -hmm. search. I feel, do you also think he brought her to, um, you know, the elderly home? As a joke, yes. But also, like, to see how far she would go. And I I feel like he's going to teach her something. Yeah. I can see that. I'm just, I don't know. It's like, I want to say, like, part of him might be moral with her. But I feel like there's this other side that's... Mm -hmm. Not so goody-goody, if you know what I'm saying. But I just want... So they're kind of up in the air. We'll see where it goes. I do love the love new love interests, you know. Yeah. They're the ones kind of heating up while a couple of the other couples are, like, simmering down. I mean, yeah, you've got Lena and Tom, whose relationship's pretty I'm much not, over. Yeah. Which, stay tuned, because I have uh, some news and gossip for that. Ooh. Is it going to confirm that the Lena and Tom maybe? All I'll say is that it's fully about Tom and uh. Okay, well, everyone better keep listening to the show so you can hear our Desperate Housewives news and gossip. But what we're seeing Mm -hmm. right now is that Lynette and Tom are really struggling with their separation and finding their balance as parents and how they act. Because how we've always seen Lynette and Tom is she is often the bad guy. She's the one always putting her foot down. Tom's like the happy-go-lucky, I can go with it. Mm-hmm. And then this one, you see Lynette not want to be that person. She doesn't want to turn into the mom whose kids always are running off to their dad's house to have fun and complain when they're with her. She's trying to like make Tom take a little of the responsibility, mm-hmm. which I think is, I, com- I completely understand that. I do, but at the same time, the kids are going to be very confused. Yeah, but I feel like it's, as parents' responsibility, like, 
you're both in charge of disciplining and you're both in charge mm-hmm. of rewarding. Like you can't just knock it to one person. Like that's completely unfair. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like I don't feel like there's a really I don't feel like there's a bad guy in their breakup. Like I do feel bad for Tom because he obviously wanted to make it work a little longer. Mm-hmm. But I don't think either one of them like messed up so bad as to ruin yeah. it. So to me, it should be a mutual thing. It should be balanced. It shouldn't. There shouldn't be blame. They should be able to like reconcile somehow to yes. keep the keep the family going. Yeah, exactly. And they definitely struggled with that this episode. Mm-hmm. We first see them like having the yes no argument, <laughs> which turns into something over a high school crazy party. Yeah, house party. House party without the parents with the. Crazy kid who's like bat mitzvah got broken up by police. That did not happen in my town. I will say I had a party town, so that's a that's a little crazy <laughs> even for me. Um, but anyway, and then Lynette shows up yes. to go get her son, <laughs> and then she does a keg stand. Yep, I'm just like Bravo. I wanted them to make more out of that keg stand. Yeah, do you have that feeling? I wanted like. Some, like, guy to come take, like, a picture of it and then, like, spread it around the block or something. <laughs> I wanted that to be, like, such a big deal because I'm like, Lynette is doing a keg stand. What is the world coming to? <laughs> Did you? I thought it was hilarious for you. I loved it. Like, she was willing to prove that she's not a narc. She's like, look, l- let me show you. Like, she was willing to get in there. and Even though I really don't think she had a clue what a narc was. I don't think so either. And then Tom shows up and sees her doing this and... She's like, it's not, I'm just, you know, trying to get into the party to save the kid. He's like, the kid's in the car. What are you doing? (laughs) Yeah. At least he showed up though, right? So they both did meet communally, like, to take care of the kid, which I think is the best thing that could have happened. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, they're both trying to be good parents, and this kind of led them to the conclusion of them being to come together. together. Yes. And that I think is going to help. I do not want to see them fighting. No, you don't want. I don't want this season to turn into Lynette and Tom going after each other's throats. Well, it's the last, you know, season, so they kind of gotta. They have to work it out. You know, what they mean? can't leave things on bad terms. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you, so? Do you feel like this whole season, just in general, is going to end in happy terms? I I hope so. <laughs> I just. I don't know. I feel like they might throw a curveball at us. Oh, okay. Jesse's doing his like oh, evil hands. No. <laughs> Manipulative in back. They're like, cl- oh, wow. That was skilled. Yeah. That was like anti spirit fingers. <laughs> but really, it's like the evil version of spirit fingers. For everyone who's just listening to this on iTunes, they're going to be like, what are they talking about? He's doing this, but much better than I am doing. I can't even describe. Jesse, do you have something to say? Oh, I would say that. It's like what the bad guy does at the end when he knows something's scheming. He and slowly his, his fingers together. And then his eyes get like lower one. and lower. And then the <laughs> grin just starts to... Oh, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> that one key moment. Yes. We don't have any super evil people mm. yet on the season of Desperate. We haven't really seen anyone. Maybe that's what's coming. We need an evil person. Ooh, I was gonna talk. I was gonna jump ahead there for a moment. Jump ahead. Well, while we guy. first talk about Susan, who is yes. the opposite of a bad guy. She, she, poor, this poor lady. I just feel so bad for her. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. Holy gone bonkers. Really annoying. Purposely stealing soda, purposely kicking over cop bikes, purposely trying to get herself like in trouble. Trouble? I'm here. Yeah, it's like, arrest me, please. Great. Like, oh, yeah? You love your kid? Yeah. Rips up the picture. That was ridiculous. <laughs> Ripping up a baby picture. Yeah. Come on. She's like, a little loony. A little loony, and it's all because she feels guilty and really just wants to get punished for what she already did. And But she's not alone. She is not alone. She's Carlos is going through the same thing. What do you think is going to uh, happen, happen between them? Well, I mean, what we've seen so far is they bond <laughs> in the police station, confessing how guilty they feel in the police station. Did I mention that they were in the police station yeah. when they were talking about what they did? Who does that? Yeah. I understand she wants to get in trouble, but it wasn't even like, we're going to talk about this so I can get in trouble. It was like they were having bonding time mm -hmm. in the lobby. I was like... This is ridiculous. Yeah. I was not happy. It was a bit much. I was like, at least go out and have this conversation in the restaurant. And they did. Would yes. you like to go grab a drink? There was a little inkling there. It was a little too much. A little bit. I think that's a little too scandalous. Not it's to mention, too much. isn't Carlos supposed to be having issues with, you know, the sexual yes. department? But that was like the focus maybe of his... he's having issues because... Because Gabby, Gabby is so like, we'll just move on. And he's not. Like, they're not mm -hmm. working together as a team like they yeah. normally are. Well, it's completely evident that Car Carlos and Susan are on the same page. And that's yeah. the whole point of this, is mm -hmm. that they're the ones who the guilt is affecting their day-to-day -day life. Yes. I mean, later we'll get to Brie and how it's affecting her. But without the note, without anything... Just their own conscience is making little activities yeah. that they do on a regular basis. Just going to the grocery store for Susan mm -hmm. is gone mad. <laughs> yeah, everything. Oh, goodness. I'm kind of glad MJ hasn't made an appearance. I don't want to see him oh, with I his know. mom like the this. But then we, of course, Carlos, so as I said, his whole thing is that him and Zabby's Gabby's Zabby. What is Zabby? <laughs> Carlos and Gabby's sex life has just gone down the toilet, like so down. <laughs> she mm -hmm. hires. They, there was a quote in there. I'm probably going to say it wrong. It, she mentions how it's been like thirty-eight days 38 since days. they had sex, and it, she goes, "That's three years in woo woo ha no. woo hoo." Woo. Uh, what was it? Oh, so good. Woo hoo. Woo-ha, woo-ha time. It was like, woo-ha, woo-ha, woo-ha time. Woo time. It's been 38 days in woo-ha time. Three years in woo-ha time. <laughs> that was great. I really liked I that line. I love how that took us forever to try to say. To say that one, but I really liked it in the episode. It made me completely laugh. Woo-ha. And so she does everything mm -hmm. to try and seduce him back. Um, she tries to take pole dancing lessons. Hires the stripper. Hires the stripper. Calls the stripper doctor. Gets a <laughs> lap dance by the stripper. Almost makes out with the stripper. Yeah, which close. real close. They were like almost touching. And that still wasn't turning Carlos on. No, he was that like getting infuriated, getting more, like angry. Which do you think Gabby did anything wrong? 
Like he, Carlos freaked out because he was like, you told someone about my problem. But do you think she really did anything wrong? I don't think she intentionally meant to spill like this crazy secret of his, you know, and guys, guys really do have issues with that kind of thing. You know, that's to them. It's super personal. Right, Jesse. <laughs> I don't think. Do you want to give us your uh, opinion? opinion on that? Do you um, think? Do you think that it was okay for Gabby to try and hire the stripper to help him? Yes, and I, I mean, all right. Here's the thing, because I'm coming from a totally different type of guy perspective. I I understand. I believe in honesty, and you make things lighter than they really are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You killed somebody. So it's kind of understandable. It's kind of ridiculous for uh, her to be reacting the way she is and mm-hmm. taking it like it's her fault. She mm-hmm. has to understand, just like Susan understood, you know, like he's mm-hmm. going through something. It's stressful. It's affecting him. I don't think she did anything wrong, though. Like for him to get upset that some random stripper knows that he has erectile dysfunction. Yeah. It's not that serious. The girl probably didn't even know how to get out of the house. Like she was a little <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, she was a little ditzy. Yeah, it just... I don't think she did anything wrong. I don't think he's doing anything wrong. I don't think that... They should honestly, at this point, be depending on sex. And I think that's something she needs to learn. Yeah, because yeah. that's what she's going to, to fix their relationships. No matter how bad it's got, this has always been able to fix, fix us. us. And that's... And Not the point of a relationship. Right the point of a relationship is to be able to understand where mm-hmm. the other person's coming from, how they're feeling, and that is the exact opposite exactly. of what the solution that Gabby's trying to go to. And we've noticed that with Gabby, uh, you know, I mean, I was going to say this whole season. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, even last episode, you see how Gabby, and well, I guess we've seen this as her character. She's very controlling. Mm-hmm. Over this situation especially. I mean, looking back, I feel like Gabby's... Like, Gabby has grown into someone who's more domineering, and she is taking charge of this group right now. She is telling everyone how they should be feeling, including Carlos. But don't you think the exact same thing is going to happen to her again, just like it happened when she hid that she was um, molested? She held it in for so long, and then when she finally confronted it, she broke. And I think now she's... She knows everyone else is thinking about it, so she can't think about it. So yeah. she's just go, 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 go. Yeah. She's just doing as many things as possible in her day and not think about it. Yeah. And even when he confronts her and he gives her the reality of it, mm-hmm. you know, in tonight's episode, it was just like she couldn't take it. Mm-hmm. She And you can see it in her face, but she's not letting him know that she can't take it. She's just like, well, why? I don't. What do you mean? Like, it's like, oh, my goodness. Pushing it aside <laughs> like it's nothing. Yeah, and she's mm-hmm. acting stupid about it, which I completely agree with. And But that being said, in trying, t- if you get rid of this whole fact that <laughs> yeah. going for sex is the wrong approach, I don't think it's bad that she hired the stripper either. I think that she mm-hmm. was trying to help. I think that from her perspective, it was a really good point of view. I don't think she was trying to like hurt his feelings or I make him uncomfortable. And yes. it does, I mean, it's good. You're getting, you're bringing, I hate to say not to say like that, but a third party in. But something, <laughs> it's different. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. here's a moment of like, you should have, la- he should have laughed at it. Like, yeah. what? Mm-hmm. Like, like, you think I need this? Like, I want you. You know, it should have been a lighter yeah. moment than that. Yeah. They made it way too serious. But maybe that is like foreshadowing on something. Yeah. 
It might be foreshadowing I mean, something. We'll find ooh, out in our news and gossip. What? Coming up. I want to like speed through these people. I so know. I'm like, come on, let's do this. Let's do I'm like, this. Who do we have here. left? We have Bree and Chuck. Let's talk about Bree and Chuck so we can get to the news and gossip. Jesse, you've got me so curious out here. Anyway, so Chuck, Mr. Detective Man. All right. Earlier you had said, um, do we have any bad guys? We don't have any bad guys. I really think Chuck might be a secret bad guy. It's kind of like up there. I mean, possibly Mr. What's his name? Ben Aussie yes. Man. Possibly Maybe Chuck Detective. Something together. I don't know. Something bad's going down. On the Mysterious Lane. Yeah. Something's always going bad. It's going down the Mysterious Lane. Yeah. And this comes out of... It's interesting that he could be a bad guy. Because that Brie mentioned in the episode that she he made her feel protected. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really reasonable. I mean, she just received this note. It's yeah. very threatening. Yeah. And I would want a cop lying next to me, too. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, hi, you can notice if anyone's following me around, mm-hmm. right? You can notice things that are suspicious. That's your mm-hmm. job. Mm-hmm. Um, however, she, despite feeling comforted by him, she also is pulling away from him all episode. Yep. Uh, he invites her into the shower. She's like, see you later. He comes home during lunch she's like i have plans so this whole time she's pulling away mm-hmm. and at the same time she has gabby breathing down her throat going breathing down her neck going you need to break up with oh, him yeah that's right how do you another example of gabby's you know Control being domineering issues. of this situation and as much as when i was watching the episode i was just like gabby you really don't have a right to say that like back yep. off what but, did they say when we were watching it and i was like why is she why does she have to being such control, like butt out kind of thing. But then I was thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And how often does that happen, though? That like your friends can influence your relationships. You know what I mean? It's like, true. like if they just don't like them, it can really, really hurt what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like friends can be a really big part of making a, any type of relationship work. Like mm-hmm. if you know someone doesn't get along or doesn't want to be around them, all of a sudden you have to be like, oh, we're going to dinner. Oh, wait, we have to make sure we don't run into each other. Mm-hmm. So at first, although I was like, Gabby, you really doesn't have a point. I'm like, this happens all the time mm-hmm. that friends get in the way or make things awkward or and then you're questioning it when like you're with them. And then yeah. it affects it even more than it should. Like, you can tell your friend, hey, no, I'm going to stay together. But then you're thinking about it, and then it hurts it anyway. Yeah. And obviously, a lot was hurting Bree's emotion. She was getting shut off. She wasn't, like, being her, like, flirtatious self with him. Mm-hmm. She was just totally pulling in. And he he knew something was going on. He could tell. Mm-hmm. He, like, asked her multiple times, like, is something all right with us? Are you about to break up with me? Yeah. And then the only reason she ends up not breaking up with him it's because she's scared Mm -hmm. it's because no it's because she gets that well i didn't think it's because she was scared i thought it's because she gets that call from paul being like this guy named chuck knew about the letter yeah so So maybe he's the one who wrote the letter i feel like she's i feel like she's staying with him now as like a keep your friends close keep your enemies closer type of thing like to keep an eye on him or at least keep a little control over to him to see what he knows Smart. Smart, but awkward. Yeah. Like, this is, I just feel like this is going to be a really tangled web. We're going to be like, <laughs> what is going on? Like, yeah. Can you, 
I because they were like sleeping in bed next to each other after the scene on the phone. I was just like, it's really uncomfortable. You're suspicious of the person you're sleeping next to, (laughs) and yet you just thought they were protecting you. Like, how can you stay there? Yeah, like so awkward. So we have a lot of things going on. New relationships with Renee and Ben. Mm-hmm. Kind of new relationship or whatnot with Brie and Chuck. And then kind of dwindling relationships with Tomlin and and Carlos and Gabby. And Susan, you know, she's off in her crazy <laughs> world. Mike might be getting a job with Ben who might be bad. Who knows? But it's all up there. On. So, Jesse, we covered everything, so now we can go to commercial, and then we can run into news and gossip. I'm so excited. Want to find out what the after buzz is about? Janice is a drama queen. This yeah. is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. television, and they want it to be as dramatic as possible. I mean, it's Shakespearean. You never know what goes on behind closed doors. Find out why After Buzz TV is the number one source for after show content. Now, in the eyes of Jimmy, Nucky is a villain. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. Four, I mean, who would you guys rather hear that from? Your husband or your best friend? <laughs> the wig! The wig will come off. That wig. When the TV show is over, get your after buzz on. We're back, and I'm so excited. Yes. Jesse, let's hear After Buzz TV News. All right, so actually, you know what? No hold pausing. On, hold on, hold on. No pausing. I'm not even gonna do that. I'm gonna oh. do this. Spoiler alert! <laughs> spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Warning: The spoiler has been found on After Buzz TV property. Please remain calm. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! That's just so ridiculous. Taking me so long. After Buzz TV News. Uh, Jesse, stop it. I want to hear it. There was an interview with the executive producer, and uh, he said uh, quite a lot of stuff that we've been actually asking some questions about. Um, So Mary Ellis is back, and he basically, executive producer Bob Daly says, we're kind of just eight seasons in, just diving into the DNA of the series a little bit. We're kind of, we asked ourselves, are there any unanswered questions floating around out there? And any characters we need to check back in with one more time? <clears throat> Susan and Carlos find a common ground. And they feel deep guilt over last season's murder and become closer over their mutual feelings. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. First, Mike doesn't know what's going on. James Den, who plays Susan's husband, Mike says that he thinks she's having an affair. So it's kind of a fun marital, marital thing where one person can't tell if the other one has something to do with So Mike's definitely going to... Freak out a little bit if he thinks they're an affair. That's Gabby a- as well. Oh. So we might have bringing the conclusion that Carlos and Susan could be having something. Okay. So they're obviously going to be spending time together. Yeah. Now here's some Susan news. Susan is going back to school. She was sort of the most reluctant member out of the group going forward and covering up the murder. 
but this leads her down a new path. She's decided to throw herself back into the art. She's going to take art classes at the local college taught by a temperamental painter played by Miguel Ferrer. It's fun stuff for her, but also he's looking to bring out a deeper side of Susan. I mean, after this week, I'd much rather see a deeper side than cuckoo side. So yeah. that might be good for her. But I'm watch. She's gonna like translate it into art, and it's gonna be like a bloody mess. <gasps> Wait, there was some crazy art picture. That's what's gonna be. That's my okay. Keep going, Jesse. So Bree's romance becomes a little complicated as Bree's dilemma is the fact that she's falling for a cop and trying to cover up the crime. She was sort of the ringleader of. Well. Her thing is, instead of balancing work and pleasure, it's actually balancing out crime and pleasure. Good timing <laughs> on that one, Marsha Cross, who plays Dr Bree Jokes. I think we'll figure out if that's really a big love for her, or if she's finally able to let go of love. Oh, that sounds sad. <laughs> I Sorry, the last line, letting go of love. I hope she doesn't let go of love. I think she's had so many, like, really difficult relationships that I want, I kind Vex. of just want one to be easy for her. Something simple. We'll bring back, what's his name? What's his name, Austin Green? No, oh. no. Ooh, yeah, the hottie. Mm -hmm. mm. yeah, Let's bring him, him back. back. <laughs> Make him naked on TV. There we go. Anything else for us, Jesse? Oh, a, a little. Now we're gonna get into the Tom Lynette and Renee. And Renee. Lynette and Tom continue their separation. Tom moves out of the house and is looking to dating. Um, he cannot go back with Renee. No. Ooh. So they juicy, will not juicy. be divorcing. What? Tom and Lynette will not be getting a divorce. But this hmm. season they will be going through a separation and Tom will be living elsewhere as we've seen. And at one point, they will dip their shoes into the t world of midlife dating. But we're also looking for a way to make them fall in love. Again, but not before a couple women, one of whom we well know makes things tempting for Tom. Could Renee's spark for Tom come back? No! I'm not okay with that. I'm really not okay with that. That's that not sucks. okay. That's like that whole We've already deal, dealt with this drama. No, I yeah. put my foot down. <laughs> At least they're not getting divorced. They're not getting divorced. So it's not totally fizzled out. Interesting. Okay. I didn't think so. I think it's just a rough path. Oh, interesting season. So much fun. Well, and the last thing is, is that someone is dying this season. <gasps> and... They haven't decided if it will be one or more of the characters. With that, they were a couple of the characters were asked what their tombstone would say. Okay, did they answer? Yes. <laughs> Funny. Marsha Cross, who plays Bree, said, Wow, she always did her best. <laughs> Eva Longoria, who plays Gabby, said, It would probably be something very selfish. She had some great shoes. Gabby would definitely be remembered for her shoes. All right. Felicity Huffman, who plays Lynette, said, What a great question. What would it say? My North Star is my family. Aw, cute. They really, these do Aww. really sound like their characters. <laughs> Especially this next one. Okay. Vanessa Williams, who plays Renee, said, Oh, it would definitely say, She came and she died here? Question mark? <laughs> 
<laughs> that is way cute. Totally her. James Denton, who plays Mike, um, said something like, finally got him. I've gotten run over, been in a coma, I've been in prison. So it's like, I've run out of lives. Aww. I didn't even think about a guy dying. Yeah. That didn't even hit me. It didn't hit me either. Hmm. I was thinking about only women. Kevin Ram, who plays Lee, said it would be something really snarky. Um, you can't see it, but I'm wearing Chanel. Uh, yeah. There we go. Random question. What if Carlos died? What would he say? No. Oh. I'm just asking you guys oh. a question. What if Carlos died? Do you think he would commit suicide? That this could, they might touch Ooh. into that? That's what I was going to say. I think we can head I into predictions with this question. And now, Perfect. you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Because... I don't know if I should talk over the crazy sounds. There we go. It's in well, now. There we go. It's October. But that question, like, about Carlos maybe committing suicide, I could totally see someone committing suicide. This show is so full circle, like, yeah. wrapping and closing. Oh, and I'm sorry, I didn't even oh. mention that. Um, because I'm, I'm just jumping through. I, I was not prepared with news, and I was just mm -hmm. being gossipy <laughs> and looking up some gossip <laughs> stuff. But, um... The character who plays Mary uh, Ellen said... Mary Alice? Mary Alice, I'm sorry. No problem. <laughs> um, she mentioned that the thing that she loves about this show is that it will complete a full circle. So, now that you just said that, it's kind of making it me totally think... It totally could be another suicide, which would make me really sad. It would make me sad if it was Susan. Just because she's really crazy, like, I don't want her to go that yeah, crazy. Yeah, that's just off the deep end. I mean, if it was going to be a complete parallel... I guess it would be Car Brie, though, if it was, like, really a, like, parallel situation. Because she's the one who got the no. Or would it be, I mean, the person who shoved it in a trunk was technically even Longoria. But I don't know. It's really up in the air. I could see it happen. I didn't even think about a guy dying until you made the whole Tombstone yeah. announcement. And... I'd rather it be, honestly, that sounds horrible. I'd rather but I'd rather be one of the guys. You don't want your girls to get. <laughs> I have right? to stand by them. Yes. I mean, Carlos, Carlos makes is the depressing. most sense. Yes, it does. I, I completely like, agree with you. Because it's almost like he could confess and finally confess and then take his. Oh, that's so grim to say that. Yeah. But it could make an interesting storyline and then to see where, you know, Gabby's going to take her life. Because she what does keep do saying, she keeps saying to all of the girls, no, think of me. What will me and my daughter, what would happen to me and my family? That's very true. It's mm. totally up there. I mean, Lots of I feel like now every episode I'm going to be like, who's almost dying? <laughs> What's going on? Is there a gun? Where, where is it? Is someone being stalked? That's all I'm going to think about like the whole time. <laughs> oh, no. Now I'm going to be paranoid watching the show instead of just yeah. laughing. <laughs> Great. Um, other news, do we actually think that Carlos and um, Carlos and Susan will have an affair? Do you think it'll just be like, uh, we're going on dates but not hooking up affair? Or do we think I it's going to go? I think that's what it's going to be. Oh, I don't even think it's going to be that. I think it's going to be the fact that they both are grieving and Susan can't talk to her husband about it. Carlos can't really talk to Gabby yeah, about it because she, she doesn't. Get it. She's so emotionally blocked. And I think the two of them will really like maybe go to a class or something, or 
You know what I mean? Something on yeah. that end of it. And it's not going to be sexual at all. It's just going to, yeah. they'll have, they'll create a friendship there. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's completely the, misread. The drama will Yes, be. that will be okay. way misread. And then maybe some more drama with dating between Tom and who knows, and Lynette and who knows, correct? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Do you think yes or no with Tom and Renee? Do you think it's going to happen? Maybe. Perhaps. 95%. Ooh, maybe. 95%. I think so. That's a lot. I think so. I do. I did get some information passed on from Derek Shore, who is mm-hmm. sick, but did send us some things. And this was from, I'll read what you wrote, he told me. He said, this regards to Lynette. Where did it, she, he wrote, um, says Derek's super secret inside source. Wah, wah, wah. says mm. that in the next few weeks we might see Lynette develop After Buzz oh. TV exclusive. <laughs> Look at that. Thank you, Derek Shore, for getting me that nice big thing from Jesse. Anyway, so he said that in the next few weeks we might see Lynette develop a love interest in one of her twin sons, longtime childhood friends. OMG. Lynette turning into a cougar. That's what he writes. Lynette turning into a cougar? Question mark. Interesting because um, in the discussion of Tom and Lynette, they actually spoke to the kids to see the twins how they were reacting to the divorce, and they said, although the you know the younger uh, brother and sister are devastated, the twins aren't not going to be happy with the break, the whole situation. So maybe that's where that's going to come into play. Mm. Who knows? Derek, with your secret sources, get us more information. Who is it? How old are they? Maybe, hopefully it's at least like, you know, the babysitter, guy babysitter or something. That's quite a big age gap. That's like, that's worse than Eva. (laughs) That's worse than uh, Bree. They've all dated younger men, but it's not been that big. But is it worse than... But Renee, remember the twins. The twins are the older ones. They're like in college. They're like out of college now. Yes, so that's true. It's it's like, I mean, we don't even know. This could just be something. But we definitely know mm. from our spoiler that they are going to be dating. So that the doors open. Yep. Lots of people. Ooh, we can't wait. Lots to of see. new characters. So much fun. Dating scenes are the best. Definitely. Honestly, there's. But- do you think that the stress is going to... This will be an exit way for Renee's character mm-hmm. if she yes. is to do this. Absolutely. None yes. of the girls would mm-hmm. allow that to happen. Yeah. No, never. So, That's, maybe... Because didn't we comment last week how she wasn't a part... They didn't make her fully a part of the cast? Yeah. We we mentioned last week that she's not... You know the beginning credits, how they put all the women? Yeah. She's not up there. And there's like an awkward, but, empty spot like where there should be a body. But was Edie ever there? No. I don't remember. I, I don't think so. Yeah, no. I can't remember off so the top of my head. It, they're just supporting the, the one the woman main. that's kind of yeah, off on like herself. The one girl. The floating. Alone. You know, there's always that one girl in every group. Wait, it, no sad notes. I want to leave this on a happy note. Oh, oh yeah. We're all like grim, like every end it's like, uh, someone's going to die. <laughs> There's one person on uh, outside. <laughs> Come on, people, bring it up. You can just say a- it with a smile. Someone's going to die. Oh my gosh, this season. <laughs> someone's on- going to die. Well, Perfect. what if it's the bad guy? 
That the bad the guy dies? Yeah. Do you think the note uh, writer is a bad guy or a really good guy? Ooh. <sighs> I don't know. I liked the fake mustache yeah. twirl. I don't know. I want to know what you guys think out there. What do you guys think about this note? You can write us an email at info at afterbuzztv.com. Just don't make it too creepy like the note. No, no creepy <laughs> notes. Yeah, I know what you did. Well, let's make it. Let's go around. What do you guys, who do you think did it? If you had to put a stamp on it right now. Who wrote the note? Um, I'm thinking maybe Chuck. Oh, you're going to go with Chuck. Oh, I am. I can't oh, go I with am. Chuck. I can't. I think it's he. He always. I think leads it's someone. A guy or a girl, at least. Girl, or or a I, guy. <laughs> I think it's someone who has a closer connection to Paul Young. Maybe the someone. son. Where's the son? Where's Paul's sure. son? Yeah. That's Where's what came Zach. Into... Zach is his name. Where the is thing he? Is, like, wouldn't he have had to be around? Yeah, and I don't know. I don't get how he would know what they did. Do you think it actually has no. something to do with? What they think, or maybe it's something else. Because what else has Bree done? Maybe it could be something totally different that we're not even going back and thinking about. The only thing I th can think of is, but it's already been totally hashed out. Was the thing with the kid and his son, right? Carlos's yeah. mom and Bree's oh. son. But, and like she. Yeah. Who did she that... shoot? Did she shoot someone? I'm gonna have to think about all Bree's dirty deeds. There's Another so many question dirty is, things. Eva Longoria. Did she ever ha hold a gun up to somebody? Yes. Okay. She, she did. pointed it at her. Remember when they were in the clearing? I believe it was. Her. Yes, her. She confronted him. Yeah. I think she confront. I'm. If memory said, serves me right. Away, blah, she blah, pointed blah. a gun yeah. at her biological father, who's now or stepfather whatever the guy who's now dead and buried she at one point did point a gun at him mm -hmm. they got out of the car and she said stop following me remember she ran in the bushes to hide and he followed her in there it was like in the woods yeah i'm pretty sure she pointed a gun yep, at him she did i just wanted to make sure that i was looking <laughs> yep at she did i wanted to make sure i was looking at the right thing yes. yes okay well do we have anyone we hope doesn't die like really doesn't die like i really don't want lynette to die I don't know why, but she sticks out in my head. Like, I, she can't. I don't want her to die. That makes sense. I don't want her to die. I don't think she will die. I don't think no. Tom will be. I don't. If we're yeah. thinking at the guys, I don't think Tom will be. I think that family, they're already going through a struggle. That it won't touch yeah. them. Yeah. Or maybe that Susan's? new guy, Ben. Sorry. No, go ahead. Maybe that new guy, Ben, wrote the note because. No, that's Bree. Never mind. She was. I was trying to come up with something else. Come pulling it out of the air. Hmm. Who well, knows? I mean, I feel cop? like it's the cop. You know, Chuck. The, since he's a cop. Chuck, yeah, okay. Since he, what was your reasoning for picking Chuck, though? Just because Paul Young had said he's the only other one who knew about the note. Like, so where, who would get that note? Like, who would be able to write that note besides him? Who knew what... I feel like there's someone we're seeing. I feel like he can't. I feel like they love to like point us in directions that are completely off. And like he. Mm -hmm. I can So. See, yeah. And like, I don't want to think he's that bad as that he wrote a note and he's sleeping with her. Yeah, okay. That is <laughs> a little creepy. creepy. <laughs> like, that's that like, is, what, okay. what channel is this on? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that. No, but uh, yeah, I don't think Desperate Housewives is pushing that many. 
yeah, that means that yeah. far. That'd be really weird and messed up. That would make him like evil. I don't want to think about that, Jesse. <laughs> anyway, so do we have any more predictions for the week? Mm -mm. No, then I think we are done with Desperate Housewives for the night. Oh, next week. Hopefully we'll get some more hints. Maybe another note. Ooh, yeah. I like notes. That type of note. That type of note's bad. <laughs> well, it, it'll give us more clues. Exactly. It's like Blue's Clues. I would like off. this to kind of get a little more mysterious and try to figure out the, putting pieces together. I would like that. You want like, like a lineup of suspects. Yeah, that we can I want yeah. suspects. All right. I want suspects. I want suspects. With their shirts off. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds good to me. So until next week, ladies. Yes. See you next week. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Also, we might be showing next week at the Comedy Club, so... We're we will be next, yes. this coming Sunday um, at the John Lovitz Comedy Club. So um, if you want to come watch us in person. Universal City Studio, mm -hmm. City Walk? City Walk. City Walk. Universal Here City in Walk. Los Angeles. Um, we'll be streaming the finale of Breaking Bad. Mm -hmm. um, and hopefully have some of the cast members in there. Maria Menounis will be hosting it. Um, so come join us. It's going to be a grand old time. Um, yes. Yeah. So, so, yeah, that's where we'll be next week. But now back to our normal closing, everyone. Ladies, Buzz. See you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.